Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag real talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You're listening to episode 83 of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast. Hello and welcome back. Um, it's Christina Anderson, your pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian sports nutritionist, and there's no better time than the beginning of competition season to help bring it back to the basics. And so this episode is the first in a brand new series to help you and your gymnast really hone in on nutrition to support them throughout this very long competition season. So I'm calling this new series, the road to nationals, because that is ultimately the goal of most of our athletes. You know, if you have a level nine gymnast, they're trying to make it to their nationals, which is called Westerns or Easterns. If you have a level 10 gymnast, they're trying to make it to level 10 nationals. If you have a elite track gymnast, junior or senior elite, they are also trying to make it to their version of nationals. And this is all really exciting because not only are we in competition season, but it is also an Olympic year. And so we have some gymnasts who definitely are on a tight timeline. They are doing everything in their power to perform their best and stay healthy and see if their dreams will come true. And so I think it's important that we take it back to the basics today, really thinking about what do we need to focus on in terms of nutrition during competition season. And to me, it's it's periodization. We have to be fueling for the work required. And this boils down to closing the recovery gap. And I know I just threw a bunch of terms at you, but essentially, you know, periodizing your nutrition is making sure that we're getting enough overall nutrition or calories and the right amount of carbs, protein, and fat to support the type of workout your gymnast is engaging in the intensity and the duration of it. And it's not just the single workout, but it's looking at the whole training cycle, looking at the week, looking at the month, And I'll say for my experience with female, you know, elite track developmental program gymnasts, there's really not a ton of periodization in their training in competition season. It's usually just pedal to the metal. We're kind of making it from meat to meat. Yes, coaches might taper things a little bit, you know, leading up to the competition weekend just to make sure that they, you know, feel fresh and that they feel recovered. But then again, they're back in the gym on Monday hitting it hard and getting ready for the next competition. And so in terms of, you know, how much nutrition needs really change, it's definitely not the same in my experience for female gymnasts, you know, in season compared to maybe other sports that have a lot more of a distinct, you know, in season, out of season, or even just kind of differing training days. And I'll say in contrast, my experience with male elite gymnasts who are, you know, much older and are much more mature and developed. Um, number one, you know, male gymnastics is just different, right? Six events versus four events um, requires a lot more strength, a lot more anaerobic, just explosiveness, kind of quick twi- twitch movements. And from my experience working with some of those gymnasts, nutrition does need to be a lot more periodized because, for instance, you know, an elite college gymnast 
they may have a competition that weekend. And in the week leading up to that, they might have one or two intra squads within the team. And obviously that's a really hard day having to do all six routines, but then the next day might be a lighter day, or it might even be more of a rest day, or it might be a travel day. And so definitely at that level of sport and in that particular discipline, there's definitely a lot more kind of finagling that needs to happen with how we're helping them to adjust their meals and snacks to make sure that we're supporting their training, but not giving them necessarily too little or too much. Obviously, for most all of you who are listening, you have a pediatric or adolescent gymnast, right? They are a child. They are a teenager. They're probably trying to get to collegiate gymnastics at some point, or they're trying to make elite. But right now, their nutrition needs are very different than these kind of professional athletes, right? The nutrition needs of your growing, developing gymnast is very different than a 20, 22, 24-year-old honestly, male or female elite level gymnast who isn't going through puberty. And so probably the most important thing that we have to focus on in the next, you know, six to eight weeks before state competitions. And in the next, you know, three plus months until nationals is making sure that your gymnast is fueling for the work required is closing that recovery gap. And most gymnasts are not. If I could share with you, What I see upon initial assessment with most high-level gymnasts right now, they are massively underfueled, number one, like they're not meeting their overall nutrition needs. But even if they were eating enough calories in a full day, they're not getting enough of the right things at the right time to really maximize recovery and to maximize their performance during training and their adaptation or the getting better, stronger, faster part. What does this look like? I would say for a lot of gymnasts, especially my high schoolers, this looks like no breakfast. And I think what's really hard about competition season for gymnasts is it is also during the winter. It is during the spring semester where it's a grind, right? The classes are often harder. We're over it. We're tired. You know, the newness of a school year has worn off. We're ready for summer. And it's really hard sometimes, I think, to get your gymnasts out of bed to get them eating breakfast. Oftentimes they oversleep. And so they're just running out the door and they're already late to school and breakfast doesn't happen. This is a huge problem because breakfast is your gymnast's first opportunity to restart that repair recovery process from the day before his training. And even the day before that, what most gymnasts don't realize is that recovery continues for up to 48 hours after training. So when they sleep in and wake up late and don't eat breakfast, even if they're quote, not hungry because it's early or whatever, they're robbing their body of precious hours of repair and recovery that could be happening. And when this doesn't occur, that's when we see gymnasts be more tired, more sore. They don't perform as well. And this lack of recovery, it is cumulative. And that's part of why we often see so many gymnasts diagnosed with injuries during season because it's not just like, oh, I sprained my ankle during season, now I'm injured. Oftentimes it's like, oh, it's February and I just got diagnosed with a back fracture that is from overuse under fueling, right? Like it's been in the works. It probably was a problem months and months and months ago. And maybe it could have resolved on its own with rest and, and therapy, but all the amount of you know PT and rest and time off is not going to heal an injury if we don't have the nutrition to support it but it gets worse. Not only are gymnasts struggling with breakfast, 
but then they struggle with lunch. And because they slept in and they woke up too late, they didn't have time for breakfast, which means they probably didn't have time to pack lunch. Or even if they did have time to pack lunch, most gymnasts are not packing the right things for lunch. They're not getting the right blend of carbs, protein, and fat. Um, there's a lot of reasons for this. It's hard to pack a lunch. Um, apparently, it's not cool these days to take a lunchbox to school. I mean, honestly, there's a million excuses under the sun. But this is kind of when it goes back to blinders on. And if your gymnast wants to be the best, if they want to meet their personal goals, it doesn't matter what other kids say. It doesn't matter what they think. They need to do what's best for them. And for a lot of our gymnasts who are gone all day from school and they're gone all day from home, they have to plan and pack their nutrition because there's just not another option. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with your gymnast eating school lunch, but I, again, can say in my experience, most school lunches are not great. Like kids don't want to eat it. Sometimes it's not adequate in terms of the portions and what's available. Sometimes it's not appropriate in terms of the options, right? Like if your gymnast is a super picky eater and all she wants to eat is French fries for lunch, that's probably not the best choice in terms of her pre-workout meal versus you might be able to pack a lunch from home with you know, a whole grain peanut butter jelly sandwich and a Greek yogurt and fruit and carrots and hummus or whatever that definitely could meet her nutrition needs and be something that she is willing to eat. So I'd say those two things are just honestly easy fixes, but they're not easy, right? Like it's easy to say your gymnast needs to eat breakfast. It's another thing to know what to feed them. And then it's a whole nother beast to actually get them to do what you need them to do, which is often where we come in because Again, like most things in life, sometimes hearing it from mom and dad, especially when you're a teenager, you just need to hear it from someone else. But wait, there's more I'm not done. Not only are gymnasts struggling with things like breakfast and lunch, but they're also just not going into the workout well-fueled. And that's what I was trying to say earlier of, you know, your gymnast could eat 3000 calories a day and that could be enough for her. But if she's not getting that kind of evenly distributed throughout the day to support ongoing repair and recovery, and then to support what's happening at training, she's not going to perform her best. She's not going to repair to the fullest degree that she could. She definitely will not have her most optimal body composition. And again, this is why it's so important that we're paying attention to nutrition and essentially making sure day in day out that they're closing the recovery gap. The last thing that I see a lot of gymnasts making the mistake with right now is they don't have any sort of performance nutrition strategy. And we have a lot of different episodes on this, but your gymnast needs to fuel into the workout and she needs to fuel during the workout, depending on how long it is, the intensity, the duration. We want your gymnast performing at the best of her abilities for as long as possible. And just because your gymnast can go to practice for four hours and just drink water and quote unquote, be fine. That doesn't mean that that four hours was her best performance. And we have a whole host of episodes on performance nutrition and snack breaks and carbohydrates. The bottom line is this is actually harder than you think. Um, There are still gyms that don't allow intra-workout nutrition. There are still clubs that, you know, coaches are telling gymnasts what they can and can't have intra-workout and they are confused in terms of healthy versus what actually is an appropriate fuel source for a gymnast during a high intensity anaerobic workout. A lot of gymnasts confuse fueling versus snacking, and they think that they only need something during training if they're hungry. But the whole point of fueling is us using our nutrition knowledge 
to give your gymnast what she needs when she needs it, which is regardless of whether or not she's hungry. Because the bottom line is you probably shouldn't be hungry at training. Exercise is stressful. That blunts the appetite. Exercise increases the core body temperature. That blunts the appetite. And so when I have a gymnast who's hungry during training, honestly, that tells me that they did not eat enough throughout the day and leading into that workout. I'd say the last part of, you know, periodized nutrition is also training the gut. And we're going to talk about this later on in our four part road to national series, but I have seen gymnasts crush it all season long and then crumple when it matters most because they forget their strategy. And I'll give you a, a quick little highlight. I was at nationals a couple of years ago. I was sitting with some of my clients' parents Um, I had one client in particular that when we first started working together, she would never eat breakfast before her five hour morning workout. She just was never hungry. She couldn't make herself eat. And, you know, over our, you know, initial few sessions working together, we came up with a plan. We set small goals. We started with baby steps and eventually we got her to a place where she had two or three breakfasts that she could eat every morning at 7am to make sure that when she got to practice at 8am, she was well fueled. Her season went amazingly, so, so, so exciting. And then I watch her at nationals and she's falling apart. She's falling on beam. She fell on one of her vaults. She almost fell on one of her floor passes and really like crunched her ankle. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is not what we saw from her. And her mom turns to me and she says, I couldn't get her to eat breakfast this morning. And my heart sank because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is why she's falling apart. She has zero fuel in the gas tank and you can't do that at level 10. At level 10, adrenaline and nerves are not going to be enough to get your, your kid through that competition if they truly want to perform their best. And I was so sad for her because like breakfast, that was the thorn in her side, right? That is something that we had worked so hard on, but essentially when it mattered the most, we choked. And, you know, I I hadn't seen her in a while because honestly she had been doing so well and probably we should have had, you know, a check-in closer to nationals to make sure that she felt really confident with her fueling strategy and kind of taking into account that there probably would be more nerves, but that, you know, experience was just such a powerful reminder of how no one is exempt, right? No one is superhuman. No one is special. If you don't give the body the fuel it needs, it's not going to perform as well as you want it to. And that was her shot, right? Like that was the most important meet of the year. And it really didn't matter how well she had done all season when she didn't use the strategy she knew that worked when it mattered the most. And obviously part of that was nerves and is definitely kind of the mental side of the sport, which is why I often refer gymnasts to some of my favorite sports psychologists to help them. Um, because there's definitely a a mental side to the food piece for a lot of our athletes. But again, these are all things we want to be working on right now, where we still have several months until nationals. We even have almost two months until state. So with that, I hope you found this helpful. I know a lot of you, as you're listening with your gymnast, you're probably nodding your head and (laughs) agreeing that this all sounds really familiar. And the good news is there's time to change. There is absolutely time to get your gymnast to start eating breakfast. There is absolutely time to come up with a new strategy for lunch. There is absolutely time to make sure that your gymnast is getting what she needs going into training, um, introducing some intra-workout nutrition to support her performing her best. Um, All these things can happen. And honestly, you probably will see some improvements um, even in the next few weeks before state. So 
If you want to learn more, we've got information in the show notes. Um, we will start early enrollment soon for the Balance Gymnast Program, which is our signature three-month live nutrition program for level five through 10 and elite gymnast. Um, that's where we teach you everything you need to know about fueling your gymnast day in, day out. And we also have just a ton of other episodes here on the podcast, on the blog, the Instagram, lots and lots of things just to help you learn to fuel your gymnast. So with that, stay tuned until next week when we have part two of the Road to National series. We're going to be talking all about keeping your gymnast healthy and keeping their immune system strong, talking a little bit more about sleep and recovery, making sure they're getting what they need while traveling. Because honestly, that's a big part of this too. A lot of your gymnasts at this point, they can do their skills, they can do the routines. And so our one job is to keep them healthy because if they're healthy, they can compete and they can perform their best. So with that, until next week, I'll talk to you later. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast sponsored by the Balanced Gymnast Method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at christinaandersonrdn.com, share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, christinaandersonrdn.com slash work with us. Bye for now.